Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast. It's Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead World Beyond on AMC and Amazon. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Good. Uh, this is for season one, episode eight. Uh, yeah, season one, episode eight. The sky is a graveyard. What did you think of this episode? It was an interesting one. It, mm-hmm. it went in directions that I think, you know, I didn't think it was going to go in, um, you know, because we've talked on previous episodes about who do you think is going to make it out of this? What did you, you know, what, what do you think with, like, which characters aren't going to survive? And, you know, we talked about what happened with Silas. And, uh, yeah, so the, the fact that he's seemingly kind of gone off on his own and then, you know, we've had Elton chasing him after him. So they ended up splitting the group up in an interesting way, which I thought was intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was also you know, the, the sort of fallout of what was going to happen yeah, what were they going to do with Silas at the end of the last episode? Because uh, I, I, I think I kind of figured they probably weren't going to kill him outright. But um, yeah, it was it was sort of interesting, just just the different directions. And of course, not only we've also discovered, which wasn't particularly clear, that uh, not only is they killed the older guy, but Percy, the kid, yeah, has vanished somewhere. Interesting one, yeah. Yes. So we still don't entirely know. I mean, it does look like Silas did do what he seems to have done, you know, and bashed the guy's head in. But it's still not a hundred percent clear that's what happened. Yeah. Um, you know, but we got a lot more background about the the incident, you know, around what happened with his father, uh, and whilst he did sort of kill him. Um, well, I mean, I suppose I guess he did because he did die from the injuries, but um, he was clearly being very abused as a child. So, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I mean, there, there was some justification for him suddenly lashing out like that. Mm. Um, Definitely. So, yeah, it was interesting to see all that background stuff. Yeah, I really, really like this episode. I think it's brilliant. Um yeah, I like the revelations in this episode about Elizabeth and Huck. And then you've got, of course, the whole mystery around Silas. I don't think that he did it. I know that he says to Iris in the episode uh, about Tony and Percy being dead. Uh, or that, you know, I yeah, I killed both of them. I'm going to leave and stuff like that. I think it's just tied into... Um, he. I think he believes maybe that he did it or something, but I. I definitely think he's he's being set up by by somebody. Uh, whether that person's Huck, which looks like a possibility, given uh, yeah revealed about that in this episode. Um, her yeah. being uh, Elizabeth's daughter, but um, yeah, I certainly think that he's being set up. But I think that he, because of his violent past, he feels like he wants to maybe take the blame, or feels like he should, or something along those lines anyway because uh, this episode's obviously tied in with the flashbacks about his dad and the violent past there um and what he had to do and everything and then his mum kind of seeing him as a monster uh mm-hmm. saying like you know don't come near me you monster what whatever it was that she said uh, i thought that was good i thought they did some interesting stuff in this episode with structure that's something i've been talking about for um some time uh structures with tv shows because it's not it's not just pacing that's important like how quick your episode is and uh how much room you're giving to breathe for different stories but uh they do a lot of cutting back and forth between the uh past and the present or even the 
past before the past, I suppose, uh, with certain different like timeline stuff that they're playing around with uh, and different cuts that they do with the camera. Uh, usually something like that would bug me quite a lot because I do look for uh, structure and, and that sort of thing in TV shows and how you how you basically put your scenes together in terms of it being sort of a jigsaw for the episode and how well that actually works. Um, but I actually thought, I kind of understood why they did what they did with that in this episode and I thought it worked out um fit or pretty well so that was that was good um but yeah overall I thought this was a great episode uh, I thought it was a good character episode as well of course we got the big Elton and Hope thing as well in here which was which was really interesting um yeah. we'll, we'll get into more of of those specifics uh, specifics sorry when we when we get to those in the, in the scenes but yeah, I I really really I just really continue to enjoy what this show is is doing. Um and uh yeah, we got two episodes left. Did you know next week is supposed to be a double episode? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I I've okay. read it I read in a lot of different places that um they're releasing 9 and 10 together. So I guess we'll okay. finish with this next week, I suppose. Yeah. Um but yeah, so cause I think AMC did this like schedule release thing because they said about Walking Dead, the main show coming back, uh, 28th of February or 1st of March, depending on where you live. Um, so yeah, it looks like we might be in for a double finale next week, which will be pretty cool. So, mm. um, but yeah, I enjoyed a lot what they did with this episode, some really interesting character stuff, some interesting revelations, and uh, it is all building towards something uh, quite interesting, I, I suppose. So uh, yeah. we'll see where they go. In the next two episodes. Yeah, I want to talk about the Percy thing for a second. Because we don't really see... Well, we don't see him at all in this episode. And then we know, we know obviously, that Tony's dead. I think that's pretty clear as day. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, pretty, pretty clear as day with that. And then just later on at some point in the episode. Because I was kind of wondering throughout, like, okay, where did Percy go? Has, like, Percy set um, uh, Silas up? And then he says... Uh, Silas says to... Um, iris at the end like oh yeah i killed them both i killed tony and percy um what did you think of that i thought that was a bit strange I, I, maybe yeah i think you're right i mean i think you know it, the way that it was presented the fact that he's gone back over um his violent past and we've seen the kind of elements of that the way that they were kind of going back through those memories i think you're right it it's more that he's convinced himself was, uh, 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 yeah, because of the guilt of what he did previously. Even though I think he, there was some justification for it to his father. Oh, definitely. Um, I, I think he's. It's more that he's feeling that he probably did do it, and I don't think you know he he did say as well. I I don't remember anything, but uh, and we never actually saw him remember doing anything to those guys so i think that it's probably more that um he assumes that he did do it it seems quite possible that he did uh in his mind so he assumes he did do it and i think that it's more that so i think we may get more revelations further down the line of you know like you say huck would be a a, a possible one mm. to have sort of split up that group yeah, I just, I just think because of what happened with um, Iris and Percy, like the jealousy there that was pretty clear. Um, I think he did get drunk. Obviously, we saw that, and then I think somebody else killed um, Tony and seemingly Percy. I mean, we don't see Percy's body even in this episode, so I I'm just a little bit confused about that it, to, to be to be honest. But yeah, it may be a case of 
Percy saw it and then disappeared and ran off. You know, maybe he mm. saw Huck, um, or you know, he saw what happened. And having seen these sort of friends slash father figure, they're not actually father and son, are they? I don't think. I don't think or so. Are they? No, I think um, they're just good friends. So, uh, you know, having seen this sort of his friend and father figure having his head bashed in by somebody had then made a run for it, possibly. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, fair enough. There is, there is a possibility that I think we might find that the others find Percy somewhere along the way. And he can maybe and, say something. And he maybe admits to it and that forces them to go and look for the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, um, we'll see. But yeah, I think somebody else killed uh, Elise Tony, and then uh, just like sort of framed um, Silas. I'm just guessing. We don't know. Obviously, we just that's what we're here. That's part of what we're here to do. Anyway, is to speculate and guess a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's what I think kind of happened. So, uh, but that's it for the pre-talk. We'll get into some of the uh, scenes or all of the scenes really uh, in a minute. So let's take a quick break and we'll tell you what else has been going on with Entertainment Talk. See you in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, Manchester United beat Istanbul, the Turkish team, in the Champions League last night. The fourth out of the six group stage games in the Champions League. Uh, Not quite qualified yet, we still need to beat... uh, I'm not quite sure what we need to do exactly to qualify, but probably win the next two games would be very, very helpful to do that. Uh, But four goals from Manchester United, uh, Bruno Fernandes just scored a screamer. Uh, If you're curious about that, it was the first goal. If you look at the highlights, uh, you can see that as well. Uh, Dan James came on to score the fourth goal, uh, 
Rashford scored a penalty and uh, Bruno Fernandes also scored from a uh, mistake from the goalkeeper. Literally dropped the ball, landed <laughs> in front of Bruno and he just uh, tapped it in. So, um, yeah, you've got to score the easy shots and the hard ones uh, is, is important. But uh, 4-1 to Manchester United, we travel to, I think it's Southampton on Sunday uh, So look out for that. But uh, good stuff happening there for the most part uh gaming talk this week we talked about cyberpunk 2077 just some different uh, information about it the game is going to have an option to switch off the nudity in the game uh so me and robert sort of discussed that and talked about you know adult content in games and censorship censorship sorry uh and sort of you know mature stories and that sort of thing and just some actual new features about cyberpunk uh there's an interesting twitch feature that's going to be included which is a button to mute uh copyrighted music because you can get sort of copyright striked for that sort uh, of thing uh yes. so, so instead of doing what somebody else suggested which is to mute your entire game which isn't a great idea you can just switch off copyrighted music for the game so uh some good stuff for cyberpunk it does come out very very soon on december 10th um which is in about two weeks or so so look out for that when that comes out that's of course the new cd project red game uh who previously made uh the witcher 3 so yes previous witcher games just bought that on steam i i finally caved i don't usually buy full time (laughs) price games but uh yeah because it's like 50 pounds which i object to strenuously playing that for a pc game but um yeah i it, i'm gonna buy it and gonna play it so i may as well pre-order it <laughs> cool nice um i did also on that podcast give my impressions of watchdogs legion the newest uh, edition in the watchdog series uh from ubisoft as well uh so we talked about a bunch of stuff uh, Fear the Walking Dead is now concluded for its mid-season finale, Season 6, Episode 7. I don't know exactly when that's going to be back, but some point in 2021 for the remaining 9 episodes. So instead of doing 8 and 8, which is what they usually do, they did 7 and they're doing 9 for the second half. So uh, that's that at the moment for Fear the Walking Dead uh, for the 6th season, the first half. And I gave some opinions about that. Uh, Let's Play Sunday's episode 62 for Fall Guys. This is the co-op video that me and Robert did. So you can have a watch for that if you want to. Uh, Manchester United also beat in the return of the Premier League after the very long international break. Uh, Beat West Brom by a goal to nil. So that was good. Uh, Did a podcast about uh, The Last of Us HBO TV series. If you like your post-apocalyptic stories. Which I'm assuming you at least somewhat do. Given that you're watching this show. Uh, HBO has now officially greenlit it and ordered it to series uh ellie and joel the roles of those have not been cast yet of course the process is probably ongoing for that but i listed four not very many reasons but all big reasons uh to be excited for the upcoming hbo tv series uh so talked about that analyzing television two episodes of that uh episode five was talking about disney plus's weird reboot strategy there's a lot of reboots uh coming down the pipe um, for Disney Plus, uh, just for some old films and stuff. I talked about how that's kind of a little bit strange. I mentioned it before on uh, Geek Town. I remember when you uh, brought up a reboot news piece about one of the films and I sort of mentioned just how strange it is so uh, I talked about all of that uh, did a podcast on Last of Us Part 2 and Crash Bandicoot 4 uh, just talking about how special the games are to me and they kind of helped me through uh, difficult parts in this year and uh, yeah that sort of thing as well uh, there's no spoilers for either game in that podcast so you can listen to that and lastly uh, analyzing television episode 4 talked about season and episode lengths what is a good length for a season of tv eight episodes or 23 or somewhere in between and what's a good length for an episode and compared sort of network tv shows and streaming service shows because they are massively different in the way that they're uh, done in terms of episode and season lengths so i talked about all that and that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms let's get to the episode 
the episode opens with Silas handcuffed and tied to a playground uh, at night. It's uh, the pole of the swing sort of thing that he's tied to. Uh, inside the group debates whether or not they think Silas is guilty of killing Tony. Uh, they also question whether or not Percy could still be alive because he's just gone missing uh, entirely. Huck goes outside and gets Silas's bag, dumping it out in front of the group. Uh, she drops Iris's drawing out of the bag, indicating that Silas had a crush on her. Really? Uh, and Iris was and uh, jealous of the whole Percy and uh, Percy getting attention from her. That sort of thing. Um, yeah, interesting with the whole drawings kind of thing. Some people would find that particularly creepy, I suppose. Um mm. I didn't have a massive... I mean, he's he's drawing her and he's drawing other things as well. Uh, he likes her. He's, you know, a little bit nervous to maybe approach her and stuff. And, of course, Silas went and sort of got in there and everything. Um, and he didn't like the situation. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then we have the cool little... Uh, I like what they do with the um, logo for this episode. You kind of tip... Yeah. The, the... Sort of, I noticed that. That that was somebody, somebody had some fun playing around with that. Yeah. Just kind yeah. of the camera kind of spins round and turns sort of upside down, and then the title mm-hmm. reveals in the sky, which is now at the bottom of the screen instead of the top. Which, I, yeah, it was. Yeah. They've been quite inventive with the title reveals on this show. Yeah, because it kind of started to come out of the building, and then just yeah, as the camera's tipping upside down, uh, I think Silas was looking up at that point as well. So it was like a mm. really kind of good effect. Um, doesn't make the episode any better or worse, but it was it was kind of cool no, nonetheless. No, but it's, so. it's interesting. They've they've yeah. done some interesting little things. It's like with Fear. Um, what last season or the season before started changing their titles to a kind of very short little sting, which changes every mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, I remember uh, for Fear for about the first four seasons, it was just the logo was blasting at you, and that yeah. was it. It was it was pretty bad. And then of course you got the main show, which has got a different intro uh, probably the best intro but anyway um yeah what do you think of uh um huck just going and grabbing silas's bag and the reveal of the i don't, I don't think we knew about these drawings um well we, d- we had seen the drawings previously because they, okay. they were drawings i think that have been done by um by her they're not done by silas they're done by her and and she uh, and then silas had clearly as a janitor had been through and like fished them out of the bin after she'd drawn them right right yeah because um, one of them says i think it's elton tries to sort of stick up yeah. for him and says like, oh he was a janitor so it was like cleaning up yeah. and stuff yeah so <clears throat> you know uh, and uh, but yes it is somewhat creepy given that you know he has clearly been through the trash and kind of picked them up and i sort of i, I get it he's a little weird and i can kind of understand but Going back to what you're saying about uh, could Huck have set him up? Um, yeah, I mean, it was Huck that first points the finger at him. It's Huck that had sort of noticed and seen that he'd got these uh, drawings. So he'd clearly put that together. Hmm. So, uh, and that would give a motive that gives her cover if she is the person that has actually perpetrated it. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's sort of interesting. I mean, as I say, we still don't actually know whether Silas did actually do it. I mean, it does all point to him. But, um, yeah, I mean, that that is the other possibility as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, all the signs kind of point to Huck betraying him in some way, shape or form. Uh, and it's kind of pushed forward by the end of the episode with, uh, you know, the reveal of her being 
Elizabeth's daughter. Somebody had a really weird theory online. Uh, I know the internet's kind of a weird place and whatever. Of they course. Said, they said that uh, doesn't Hope look like a young Huck? And I was like, okay, sure, but she's not Huck from the. There's, we're not doing time travel in this show. Like she's not yeah. a young. She's not a young version of Huck. That's not possible because she's in the no. same scenes. But I, I think there's an implication that maybe they're related in some way. Um, mm. Mm. Which I mean, yeah, maybe, but I, I don't think so. Mm. That would be a little weird. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but that's your cold open anyway, and uh, yeah, that's what happens with that. Uh, in the past, Silas finds his dad bloodied and dying. Uh, his father had um, beaten him to the point of Silas uh, defended himself and couldn't stop to the point that uh, he's pretty much uh, killed him. And you see a little bit more later on revealed as to what exactly happened. Uh, they do cut back a lot, cut back and forth a lot in the episode. Uh, yeah, just in terms of in terms of this, but yeah, it was good to again revisiting characters' pasts. Um, the show's been really, really good with with doing that because, um, you know, the main Walking Dead show in the past would have made this an entire episode and they would have... I can't imagine um, with, like, the sort of past of, of the main show when they've done a lot of these flashbacks as, like, main episodes. I don't mm. know how you wouldn't have been able to do this show like that because you would need to make made it twice as long twice as long yeah. you, you think about all the all the flashbacks we've had in this in this season all the ties back to like the the day one and you know the day the sky fell and whatever and like each character's reveal of their past um and everything that happened if you go through and you make those separate episodes the season basically would be 20 episodes instead of 10 Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I like the way that they've been sort of splicing these in, in the episode and, uh, if it, it's actually, it does fit pretty well with, I mean, it's usually related to the actual character that's focused on in the episode, like with Hark or wh- whoever it's been. Um, but I actually think the sort of situation is like with, with this episode, for example, um, going back to Silas's violent past and even though we've kind of had somewhat of an explanation and hint as to okay the dad you know was violent and and there was the implication of that there but now that okay silas has possibly messed up and killed this person you kind of go back and get more of a reveal of that and i feel like it just ties in really really well so the flashback choices aren't just sort of random they're tied into sort of who the focus of the episode is which yeah this time is silas um like what they've done in in the past as well um so yeah what did you think of uh, the first i guess the first piece of uh this this flashback um yeah i i quite agree with you and in the uh main shows like you say it's the type of thing that gimbal would have given an entire episode over to and uh it's uh, the just show goes to show you how you can do it in a much better more effective way and how much filler there was in the uh main show yeah because it was the worst (laughs) offenders of that was the point sort of the the two seasons post negan before angela kang took over and that yeah that was the the point where things really dragged on the main show and and i think that was probably the worst offending point where they did these sort of bottle and flashback episodes and stuff so um yeah the the 32 negan episode arc yeah yeah. that um you know and much as i love negan as a character that that really dragged Mm -hmm. in places oh the character wasn't uh, the problem it was no no the the writing and and the structure of it um so 
it it does go to show you how you can you can add texture and background to characters without having to do that. And what's sort of interesting actually is on the main show, the six new episodes they've now released the descriptions of those for the next ones coming up. You know, the additional episodes coming to season ten. And if you read the descriptions of those, it seems to be very much doing them um, from what you can see from the descriptions in this sort of style in that we're we're following certain characters um in their current timeline but there is going to be a lot of flashback stuff in there you know there's there appears to be flashback stuff with daryl when he left the group after rick disappeared there's the whole here's negan mm-hmm. episode which they're doing um which is is going to be tied into a situation that negan finds himself in in present day so it feels like they may be going to be doing this sort of structure more in the main show as well. Um, and uh, I think with this particular episode, with the stuff with Silas, it's probably the most, you know, the, the last couple of episodes actually with this and with Huck are, are probably the most flashbacks we've had. But the way they're doing it with sort of short little, you know, the, I mean, each of those segments was probably no more than five minutes tops each time you Mm. know even probably a bit less and uh, so they're not huge chunks of the episode they're kind of jumping backwards and forwards and i think that works really quite well in the way that they're structuring it and uh, particularly with silas in this episode as the it's him basically sit there thinking about what actually happened and trying to remember what happened when this incident happened the first time and him coming to the conclusion that yes, he probably did kill them, um, you know, because he's done it before. So why wouldn't he do it this time? But we still don't know that conclusively. It is just something that's in his head of, well, I did it last time, so this is so he probably did it this time. But you don't know. Although he says I did it, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and as we said before, not only are these flashbacks serving the characters like significant parts of these characters they're also you know they've not 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 particularly with this episode but they've also you know served as like okay how did this thing start so they've they've just done so many different good things of it so mm-hmm. uh, later iris huck felix and hope continue to debate what to do about silas they are um there are several ideas elton sits with silas and talks with him pointing out that Silas only acts violently in self-defense or defense of someone else, which I think is definitely true. And Elton believes that Silas might be innocent. Um, he's he's right. I mean, Silas, yeah. at least from what we've seen so far, uh, you know, there could be more flashbacks and things revealed later on. But, you know, in the flashbacks of his dad, it was him defending himself and his mum in, uh, you know, in the, the show before. Uh, like when he punched that um, walker, it was to defend um, Iris. And then he's yeah done it pretty much every time to just defend someone. Um, yeah. So that's uh, I I kind of like Elton's thinking there, and he's arguably probably the smartest character in the group. Um, but his thinking about like okay, if unless Tony attacked Silas, Silas is less likely to do that because when he attacks people and brings out the violent side of himself, it's usually at least from everything that we've seen to defend somebody else. Um, so it doesn't really quite fit with his character to have just attacked Tony. We don't know that for definite, but I like Elton's sort of thinking here. Yeah. So. Also, if logically the person that he had a problem with was Percy, actually not Tony. Yeah. Yeah. So 
you'd think if they were going to find somebody with their head bashed in, it would be Percy. Um, because there is no reason for Silas to go after Tony particularly. Um, there's, there's no, you know, other than the fact that, you know, he was one of the two people that came in and disrupted this dynamic in the group and possibly, you know, had, had he not kind of arrived and had they not got involved with him, um, Silas would still be closer to Iris, but there's no, he he doesn't really sit quite well. And I I think that's an interesting choice that they made of having Tony being the one with his head bashed in, not Percy, which makes me think that Percy is probably still alive out there. Because if you really wanted to frame Silas directly, you'd think that Percy would be the one that they'd kind of, you know, have, He's head bashed in, which yeah, also it, kind of leads into the into the possibility that it wasn't him that did it, because I think um, Percy's more likely to fight back, whereas Tony's kind of an older guy. And if it was Huck and she snuck up on him and he wouldn't really have been expecting it, I think he's he's somewhat a little bit more trusting, maybe. So, yeah. And it makes more sense for like if. Uh, Silas was going to attack Percy in some sort of like I'm defending Iris but jealous rage sort of thing. Mm. It it just lines up so much more that he would have attacked Percy instead of um, Tony. But uh, yeah, I like yeah. Elton's thinking here. I do like Elton a lot. I think he's a good character. Oh yeah, uh, it's just a shame about the end of the episode. But uh, mm. but we'll get onto that in a in a, in a little bit. Uh, in the past, Silas has to open the door when somebody is knocking while his dad uh, is dead. Uh, on the floor or die, either in the process of dying or dead uh, on the floor on the ground um, back in the now Elton declares he is going to uh, believe in Silas because Silas won't um, uh, have proof or, or Silas will be left behind so he, he kind of wants to defend him um, yeah so someone comes to knock on his door and you know this this woman seems to be uh, the, the woman that knocks on the door seems to be quite clearly aware that like okay there's clearly a violent past with the dad that's been established. Uh, you yeah. know, maybe the neighbours have heard certain, you know, loud noises and or shouting or screaming or whatever at different points. Because uh, this has probably been going on for a good few years, mm. at least. Uh, so yeah, she just kind of, you know, the neighbourly thing of offering like, okay, you can come with me right now, and you know, I'll uh, contact contact your mum and you know, get get you away from. Mm your violent dad sort of thing not realizing that uh you know if she opens the door silas is the one with the blood on his hands so silas yeah. has to kind of push her away because it's silas would know what that would look like you know she, if if he says yes and he opens the door and you know oh there's blood on my hands sees the dad behind her or behind him um then she suddenly gets a different picture but uh yeah an awkward situation for silas certainly i'm sure he'd love to get away from his his dad and everything and you know if she'd have knocked 20 minutes earlier or b- before this particular attack, uh, things could have possibly gone a bit differently, but you know, Silas could have potentially got literally, you know, caught red-handed so, yeah. um, it, it, it's it's a bit of a shame, it, it is quite a sad story really, uh, I mean, you know d- domestic abuse is, is, is awful and everything uh, and it was clearly towards his mum and uh, Silas yeah. as well, so it was, you know the, kind of the whole family sort of thing um but yeah, just I just feel for for Silas in this scene. What did you think? Yeah, no, totally. And you sort of understand that 
I mean, he's kind of freaking out a bit because, you know, he's obviously clearly done quite a lot of damage. He doesn't know whether he's actually killed his dad or not. And, uh, you know, he knows that that is going to bring heaps of trouble. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's an awful situation. It's abuse always it. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really quite sort of tragic, you know, the whole the whole setup for it. And, um, yeah, I... I sort of, uh, yeah, you do feel for him in this, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, interesting thing here, just a little comment on the uh, Elton um, searching for proof for Silence's um, innocence. The problem there, and, you know, I get it, Elton's trying to help him, he's been, he's been great and everything. The problem is, you've got the kind of red-handed thing, you know, caught red-handed thing again, yeah. which is they saw Silas in the previous episode in the corner with the wrench in his hand with blood everywhere so it looks so much worse but i i liked that yeah the elton's trying to trying to help him out and stuff um yeah also in the same flashback thing um yeah when he closes the door on on this woman and says like you know can you can, can you go away or whatever uh turns around and his dad is no longer in that same place yeah so that's a problem uh but we'll talk about where that kind of goes um in uh, what, what what did you think when uh he turned around his dad wasn't there did you think walker straight away or um something else? not necessarily i thought maybe he's kind of just moved but i mean you knew that he was going to end up being a walker i think that was fairly obvious yeah that that was going to happen at some point um i mean we still it, it does come around to the fact that we still haven't quite um got we haven't got sort of any explanation about how this infection suddenly spread to everybody um mm-hmm. I, I i don't know whether i, it's I mean supposed I don't to be know. airborne isn't it i i i guess so uh i guess it's supposed to be airborne i don't remember but, kirkman ever explaining it necessarily no um so presumably yeah it's airborne and um and because we know everybody's got it and we know that if you die you turn regardless of whether you've been bitten or not mm-hmm. yeah so, uh, yeah, I mean, presumably it must be airborne. But, um, yes, it's interesting that, uh, you know, because we didn't know exactly when this was set, but that was that was always going to be a possibility that mm-hmm. his father turned. Yeah, I was kind of wondering in that scene, he, he turns around, he closes the door, turns around, he's not there. Part of me kind of thought, like, okay, we don't know in the timeline or, you know, what year it was at that point, because this could have been mm-hmm. uh, ages before that. Um, although Silas is older, part of me was just kind of wondering at the time: has this virus started yet? Um, yeah. But then, but, but then we got our answer soon, soon after. Um, but because the, the, the assumption straight away is like you know he's turned and got up and walked away, um, and then you can kind of hear him clattering around, clattering around the house uh, later on. But uh, I was just kind of wondering that. So uh, outside. Uh, Felix talks with Silas. Um, Silas starts to wonder if he is innocent. Uh, Felix wants to work with him, but he needs some sort of information to start with, but he can't remember anything. Um, yeah, a bit, bit of a difficult scene here with Felix. Obviously, like we said, he's been sort of the either brother or uncle sort of uh, father figure of, of, of the group. Um, whatever way you want to sort of put that. Um, like the the protector of the group, you know, is out here to... to um, help the girls yeah. and help the uh you know help everybody in the, in the group sort of get through this because as has been pointed out many times throughout these episodes they weren't exactly prepared for this world so uh no. you know, felix felix needed to uh to be along for the for the journey and hug as well you know hug has certainly helped them out but um 
yeah, him going and, and talking to him and he wants some information. They kind of all visit uh, Silas at one point or another in this episode. Uh, what did you think of Felix going and talking to him? Um, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, F- Felix is very much a kind of trying to keep the peace and trying to trying to just keep them all safe. Yeah. So, you know, he doesn't want to ostracize Silas if he doesn't have to. Um, uh, you know, that it sort of all makes sense. It's very much in character for Felix. Um, but yeah, you do have this ultimate problem of the fact that Silas was apparently caught pretty much red handed. I mean, we didn't actually see him do the incident because we don't know whether he did it or not, but he did. You know, it did look all pretty bad, and yeah. and he was blackout drunk, so he can't remember anything. So, mm, yeah, got got an evidence problem certainly in this episode, which is what Elton yes. talked about before. Um, interesting part, I think it's in this in this particular scene. Silas saying like, you know, you were supposed to kind of look after us and protect us and that sort of thing. Um, I think that's a bit of a harsh thing to maybe put on Felix. Like this wasn't his fault, and let's face it, he's. He's very, very done, done very, very well with helping this group so far. I mean, he's literally yeah. saved their lives a few times. Um, but I get it, you know, when when you had the scene in the flashback uh, from from Silas's episode where uh, he gets given to this uh, community thing and, and Felix is there trying to sort of taking him on board and helping him. So it kind of feeds back into that. But yeah, there's there's not too much that Felix can exactly do. There's not really much that anyone can necessarily do until they actually find some evidence because other than that it's pretty much the case of okay each character kind of goes up to him and says you know did you do this or did you not and uh trying to get some sort of evidence but there's just a lack of it and uh yeah yeah this it's a bit difficult for them uh younger silas searches for his dad while remembering uh better times with him so this is basically when uh i think this is where the music thing happens isn't it where he tries to make his... I think so, yes. Yeah, because the, the, the better times part is, is is a good sort of hint towards that. Um, but, yes, yeah, so, so this is like the younger version of Silas. Lays him down next to this um, big speaker thing and uh, wants him to feel what it's like to be at a concert with the whole yeah. loud music thing. Yeah, and puts well, the, uh, I mean, yeah, way to damage your eardrums, but yes. Exactly, yeah, make it, try to make your son deaf before he's, he's, he's of a older age or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then his dad lays down next to him. Um, Probably his best moment with his dad, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is, this is a happy moment, certainly. And uh, I'm glad that they put this in this part of the episode, because, you know, it all kind of looks doom and gloom and massively sad for silas which you know it is like like we said before about domestic abuse it's it's pretty horrible but this is this was a nice way to balance it out slightly of like okay things yeah, were just... definitely bad like really really bad but there was actually a time before this whole attack and everything because when when he attacks his dad obviously or defends himself he's the older version so yeah kind of hitting back to you know before that before you know everything kind of went and whatever uh, yeah. There were some good moments between them, which I I I did quite like to to see that. But um, yeah, I wonder what uh what Silas is hearing is like now. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Uh, what yeah? What do you think of the slightly happier moment here with his dad? Um, yeah, I was to say way, way to way to completely destroy your eardrums at a mm. young age. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think it is good that they put this sort of in because. It does show that there were some good times and you you kind of need a little bit of balance that sort of shows that there was some love there at some point and clearly something changed along the way. Um, you know, 
but uh, yeah what what that was we don't quite know but Hmm. um yeah i think it was important that they did put this in and also this leads into uh him in the sort of next scene then sort of sitting on the floor you know he has this as this happy memory and him sitting on the floor with his uh walkman on and and listening to music as a way of kind of distracting himself mm-hmm. as well yeah yeah because some people mu- use music like that for comfort mm. don't they so uh which is totally understandable um i wonder if we'll get any because the only real other thing i want to see in terms of flashbacks for silas is what okay yeah, like, like you said a second ago what was the kind of turning point for his dad like what happened what was it like he just kind of became a drunk or whatever or was it what was it something like he got fired from his job or something because mm-hmm. um, there's a clear kind of difference between the more violent guy that we see in the earlier scenes and this clearly nicer dad um whether or not he should be blasting music into his son's ears is a different thing but yeah, yeah. i mean it, it's it's difficult to know whether yeah. it's just something that decayed over time and mm. you know he's this was just a rare moment that um you know things were better or so maybe he's always been like that or whether there was some incident along the way which you know flipped the dad mm. into being this sort of more violent person yeah yeah, so maybe we'll get that, maybe we won't. But uh, that's that. In the present, uh, Hope gets frustrated. Huck assures her that she needs to do what is best for everyone, and every choice uh, has to be about getting the group um, to their dad, which is the main goal of the show, really, uh, even if it is painful in the moment. Uh, Hope convinces Iris to continue on the journey over an emotional conversation, uh, sort of some sisterly moments. Um but yeah, I mean, it's obviously very frustrating for the whole group because nobody really knows what happened. There's not enough evidence, as Elton's already kind of pointed out. But mm. at some, they they all do know that at some point, okay, we at some point we have to decide what's happening with Silas, and we do eventually have to move on. Uh, but it's obviously the case that Silas just leaves in the end, and they don't really choose. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's difficult for them all, definitely. Um, what do you think of their sort of situation? Yeah, I mean, this is just sort of the backwards and forwards between, well, what do we do? Because, mm-hmm. you know, he is their friend, and but he's also potentially kind of violent. And, you know, they have seen ele- elements of that before when he went crazy on the walker a few episodes ago. Right. So, you know, they know he is capable of that. But it's, yeah, the, you know, and it, again, it's it's Hook that actually pushes them as we now know the reasons why, but he's pushing them to say, no, no, you need to make sure that you stay on this track to get to your dad. That's why you're out here, um, which is true, but it is also interesting that it's Huck that's pushing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, in the past, Silas finds a uh, bloody door handle. He f- finds a bathroom to be filled with uh, bandages and cloths and things. Uh, upstairs he finds his dad and apologizes when his dad turns around he is a walker and silas has to get away from him uh, not quite understanding what it is or what he no. needs to do with it or of course why his dad's face now looks really weird or end is growling and not talking uh you know all, all the main differences between a walker and a human um so he has to get away from him he locks himself in a bedroom uh, i think this is actually his bedroom isn't it or yeah well the, the one from the flashback anyway uh, unable to put him down and tries to escape, uh, but there is bars on his window. Op- opens the window and there's like prison sort of yeah, bars on it. That was crazy. 
Yeah, that's that's not as uncommon as you might think in some areas of America. Okay. So, hmm. um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not hugely common, but there are some houses that have places like that. Um, uh, it's, so it's difficult to, to know whether that's just a reflection of where they are or whether that's something that is... Um, more to do with them trying to stop him escaping and his father being uh, kind of o- overprotective mm. lunatic or, you know, yeah. controlling person, which, I mean, we know he obviously was. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's weird that he sort of goes to the window. And, I mean, it's, it's a slight oddity, that, because Silas must have known there were bars on the window, surely. The guy the first time he's gone to try and get out and gone oh there's bars on the window and you know i i he must have known they were there um hmm. so it is a bit weird that they, they show that but they sort of needed to show that i guess so yeah yeah um but yeah the slightly younger version of or not younger but the earlier version of uh silas kind of this must be his first time witnessing a walker then because yeah. he has no idea what is what is going on and fair enough you know if that if we didn't have all the zombie knowledge that we do from films and tv and games and books and whatever yeah, uh we'd, we'd we'd probably do the same thing so um yeah understandable it was a it was an interesting situation i guess for him um you know we kind of i i you know i was sort of wondering as you can hear his dad sort of thudding around the house and making all sorts of noises uh he was either in the process of turning or had already kind of turned and stuff so I- and turned at that point, I yeah, think, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so, um, yeah, interesting. But, yeah, there's there's bars on his window, so interesting stuff. Uh, going back to the present, Elton is explaining that he followed uh, Percy's trail, uh, trying to do a bit of detective work. Uh, Hope wonders why he is defending Silas when Hope explains uh, they have to focus on what's best for everyone. Elton insists the group stays together, which he is correct on i think at least because splitting mm. up in a world like this is let's face it never a good idea no uh, w- whenever you get a scene in a horror film of like hey you go and check that corridor i'll check this door um it uh, usually doesn't end very well because one person gets attacked and then the other one doesn't know what to do but um yeah uh elton trying to get the group to stay together um and trying to you know a bit, bit of elton here uh what do you think of what he's trying to do yeah, I mean, staying together is obviously the right thing to do uh, as a general rule. Although, yeah. I mean, you know, if Silas is some sort of psychopath, which we don't think he is, but if he is, then that's also quite dangerous as well. But maybe you are better off knowing where he is, and you know, then not gonna. They obviously weren't gonna like put him down or anything, so maybe they were better off knowing but Hmm. it's difficult to say you really do have like a lizzie mika situation here but with just an older character Um, yeah because you got someone who's uh more accidentally violent in this situation because i can't remember which sister it was whether it was lizzie i think i think it was lizzie wasn't it uh that that did all that the infamous look at the flowers yeah 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 they yeah it, it is slightly different in the um I, that Silas isn't intentionally violent. Yeah. It's just something snapped and he goes. Whereas with the kids, it was it was a misguided but conscious choice. So there is very much a different. You know, she she clearly that. But it was a mental illness issue in 
in some respects in both cases it is a form of mental illness issue but there is a slight difference in between how they approach it but yeah there, there are certainly some similarities there mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, you just got to figure out what to do with the person, which I guess is difficult. Uh, going back to the flashback from earlier, um, he uh, puts his music back on. He plugs his headphones in and listens to music so he doesn't have to hear, uh, talking about Silas, uh, hear his dad banging on the door. Uh, when the music stops, uh, Silas hears his mum come home and he rushes downstairs because he really needs to uh, to save her from his zombified dad. Um, and he smashes his head on the floor, but... His mum turns around and calls him the monster. Uh, I guess she's a little bit confused and terrified well, and horrified yeah. and <clears throat> all sorts of things. Um, it's sort of understandable, I, I think, if from the mum's point of view, to, to, yeah. uh, certain respect. You know, she comes home, she finds her husband, who she knows is abusive, but uh, this is and, something else. as we know, yeah. this is... As we know... It, women in there there are people in abuse abusive relationships who still have an attachment to their abuser so uh, there's you know this is uh, and then her her son turns up and apparently beats the father to death uh in front of her mm. you know uh he, she doesn't know he's a zombie i mean to be fair silas doesn't really know it's a zombie yeah. so uh, you can see why she's kind of terrified about it, you know, because she ha- he has a, essentially, you know, this man was alive, as far as she was concerned, even though he wasn't. Um, when he comes back, and yes, he went to attack her, but that's probably nothing new in that relationship. And then he just kind of Silas turns up and just beats him to death, as far as she's concerned. So you can see why maybe she um, has that reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scared and confused. I think is is the way to sort of put it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, because her husband is both acting similarly but differently in in certain ways. Looks very different. Sounds a bit different. And uh, is is trying to attack her. So it all happens very fast for her as well. You know, she comes home. She's just yeah, expecting she kind of a normal with, day. Yeah. Her husband's like all over her, trying to bite her basically. And then uh, son rushes downstairs and and uh, beats him to death, uh, or slams his head into the ground to death. Um, so yeah, that was that was something. So now we know how his dad sort of is fully gone. You know, it was the the defensive attack on uh, from Silas, and then this uh, Walker incident. Um, I'm curious to know what happens like immediately after this as well. Well, I mean, we sort of seen the scene slightly later the, the a little bit later in that I mean clearly the mother called the police because we see Hi- Silas getting hauled off yeah so that was in his um, first first flashback yeah that was in the very first flashback so we do know that that's what happened after this mm-hmm. which is sort of understandable because it I mean what's interesting about this particular incident is it seems that this was a sort of isolated case of a, a sort of zombie incident because the police, you know, society is still functioning at this point. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so it, it's probably just before some sort of major event triggers everybody getting turned. And, you know, we don't know exactly what that is, but clearly there was something which turns an awful lot of people at the same sort of around about the same sort of time, you know, but we've seen these things start to spring up. Um, so the virus is obviously out there, but um, the, this is still a relatively normal functioning society. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. you know and we've seen we've seen actually i mean that was one of the interesting things in the very first episode we saw how they dealt with that in society you know in a functioning society now where if people were old or infirm or there is a potential that they may just drop dead like the therapist that hope is talking to mm-hmm. they're sleeping in rooms that have bars on the door so they so they can't get out and attack people um should they die in the middle of the night which is what happens to the therapist so um yeah it's sort of interesting tying how that's all tied together as well yeah definitely yeah uh, in the present a walker starts stumbling towards a uh, defenseless silas kind of breaks the fence down and all that uh silas narrowly uh, frees himself in time to kill the walker but he lays there waiting for it to kill him hope gets there just in time to save him uh i don't know if you mean meant to but i think you probably did she says revealing she saved him because uh, enough people have died which is correct um yeah kind of just wants to wants to go in this scene, yeah. Tyler, he's, he's thinking probably you know quite a lot in this episode about different things and his violent past and his dad and what he's maybe done. Uh, again, we don't exactly know if he has or not, but uh, just the, I guess the thought to him of you know, hey, I I potentially bashed this person's head in uh, is probably quite bad. But yeah, this Walker breaks in. He does actually get himself free, but then uh, Hope has to come and save him. Uh, it's a it's a pretty sad scene. Um, in you know, mm. in, in full context and everything, uh, what did you think of that? Yeah, I, I, I can see where Silas minds. I mean, yeah, what we, what we're seeing with these flashbacks clearly appear to be Silas having been remembering what happened with his father, and he's going, he's had the night to kind of go that over that in his head, and was, and has come to this conclusion of like, well, yes, I probably do do it, did do it. I'm an evil person, and again, the the reaction of his mother um of just being horrified by it rather than oh by god you saved me of of being completely horrified by him having this violent outburst yeah um that's also obviously had an effect on the kid as well so uh yeah you know i mean hope hope thinking obviously yes i think you probably did it which is entirely understandable given the evidence that was there and silas's reaction of like no i deserve to die is also quite understandable i think at this point because he's like yeah you know i'm a violent person and i've i've clear killed my dad i seem to have killed tony and yeah you know i don't belong in this world so you can sort of see why that was his thought at the time mm-hmm. even though he was free yeah uh, the next day, Iris and uh, talks to Silas. Uh, she asks him why he kept uh, the poems and drawings. They were too beautiful to throw away. Uh, he explains uh, he can't tell her um, that he didn't kill anyone, but he reveals uh, he is free and approaches. Uh, he doesn't remember much uh, other than being angry. He is grateful for her believing him. I killed uh, my dad. I killed Percy and Tony. I'm a killer. I don't want to cause any more problems, so I won't. He says. Um, so yeah, he kind of Silas kind of just wants to to just leave this whole situation, leave the group, um, and just sort of. I guess in a way not burden them with like, okay, what do we do with this guy? You know, that's a, that's a difficult choice. There's the somewhat evidence but not completely clear evidence about what he maybe did or didn't do or somebody else set him up to do or whatever mm. uh but yeah he kind of just wants to just wants to leave the group and just just kind of go away from it for, for a little bit um again pretty sad i don't really believe about like okay he um when he says oh i killed percy and killed tony 
uh, first of all, we know nobody knows where Percy even is, um, and like we said throughout the episode, there's just a lack of evidence about Tony. Um, yeah, what do you think of him wanting to leave the group, and to me, wanting to just not be kind of a burden on the group? Yeah, I, again, this sort of speaks to his character, I guess, of he's incredible. Yeah, he he has a lot of affection for these people. He's he's very worried that he you know he's violent and angry and prone to these angry outbursts and uh it's entirely possible that he did do it in his mind um and uh, as you say we don't know I, I the fact that he said i killed percy and tony i i don't think that he, i think that's what he thinks but i don't think that is necessarily true because he says i don't remember um and other than being angry, I don't remember exactly what happened. So he doesn't know that he did that, even despite the fact that's what he says. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can understand him him wanting to walk away and because he doesn't want to hurt these people because they've become his friends. So uh, she walks back into the building alone and reports to uh, to report that Silas has gone. Uh, no one expects him to come back to them. Elton is going to leave uh, with Silas because uh, Silas thinks nobody believes. Um, in him if he doesn't so Elton again wants to sort of stick, stick up for Silas Elton hugs Hope and promises everything happens the way it's supposed to be he thinks he is supposed to find Silas and then his mother and sister Hope questions Elton's hopelessness and desire to find his mother she reveals that she has his mum's necklace and hopes um, he will forgive her one day she reveals that you know about the whole incident and you get a sort of uh, in a monologue um, t- describing what happened that night as uh, Elton is kind of walking off and uh, he wants to go and find um, Silas and he's he's clearly extremely upset with, with what's happened. Uh, yeah, interesting. This, this whole thing has finally come out. Of course, I think it was last week's episode we did have um, Hope talking to Huck about this and she had to just get it off her chest and tell somebody um interesting to me that um so elton knows now about what happened mm. iris knows that she killed somebody but not that it was elton's mum and huck knows that it was uh elton's mum as well so uh, elton knows more than her sister does and so does huck which is which is interesting uh, i'm i'm guessing at some point now that she's told elton i'm guessing at some point she'll tell iris I, I think I would th- think it, it, so. it makes some yeah. sense that that she because like when surely when the next you know, you know the group next comes together and Silas and Elton are gone and Felix will probably say like hey who talked to him last or like you know what happened surely she'd say maybe not to I... Felix but surely she'd explain like oh he went off and then she'd maybe have a conversation with Iris uh, yeah, about what happened I I would have thought so and I mean Iris I think would be far more understanding uh, as well. I mean, you know, Elton's obviously upset about it, but you have to also remember that Elton's mum did shoot their mum. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, her mum. So, you know, I mean, I, I think that there is this sort of understanding. She was a kid and she picks up the gun and it sort of goes off. And so it, the entire situation was just very unfortunate. It wasn't like... 100% intentional on either yeah. side. It was a bad day for everybody. <laughs> it was just, yeah, just a bad day for everybody, like you say. Um, so I think Elton maybe will forgive her at some point, and I think they will probably come back together. I, I suspect 
hoped that Iris and Hope will have a conversation and uh, they, you know, they'll understand and. I think that will probably be okay. Yeah. And I think Phoenix will just roll over. I don't think that's going to be an issue either. Um, uh, I, and this is what I was saying before was there will be a reason, you know, I, she, I hope will feel that she has to tell him at some point um, because of him going off and sort of like, yeah, I'm going off to see my mother, which is what I sort of said. There will be a reason that, Alton puts himself in a situation which is going to potentially be dangerous and one of the reasons will be going to look for his mother. I did wonder whether it would be more direct in that he would see somebody and try and run towards them thinking that it's his mother and mm. maybe at that point. Mm. But, but but this made sense, I think. Yeah, which might have happened if she didn't tell him. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. Uh, that's entirely possible. But yeah, it had to come out sooner or later. I mean, we've had eight episodes um, to, to kind of get to it and stuff. Um, what episode did we find out? Was it in the premiere that the pilot? It was. Uh, or was it the second episode? I think it might have been the second episode. No, did we? Uh, did we actually know it was Elton's mum before she saw the picture? I can't remember. I think we um, did. I think we. I. I. I don't think it had been specifically said until she actually saw the picture. But, uh, it, you know, people had put two and two together on that. I don't think it would. I don't think it was explicitly stated. Hmm. But um, but yeah, certainly because we'd seen Elton's mother and we'd seen the shooting, so uh, I think we probably did know earlier on when we saw probably probably the when we actually saw the flashback of Elton with his family, which was what the second or third episode I think. So like that, yeah. we've known for a while anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's finally out and uh, the show can kind of move on from there. Uh, Elton heads out on his own. He finds a walker after tripping up next to it. He's got 50 bags on his back. And uh, he's he's got every supply in the world with him. He's got a lot yeah. of bags on him. He really has. Yes. Um, a, a, a sort of... Um, yeah, just too, just too many. Ones that are going to... You know, it's going to um, just hold him back. Kind of thing. Because there's just too much weight there. Mm. Which is clear because he falls over. So, uh, he looks at the necklace before rising up and continuing. Um... Meanwhile, Silas kills a walker and puts his headphones on, um, uh, on the, he puts them on the ground, sorry, he puts them on, listens to a bit of music, kills this walker, uh, does like this one hit kill with a, was that a two by four? A piece of wood or something? Yeah. Uh, he just whacks yeah. it like once with a, cause to kill a walker with something blunt is far more difficult than to kill a walker with yeah. a sharp object cause you don't have the, you know, the penetration yeah. of the blade or the sharp objects. Uh, but I was I was kind of slightly impressed by that. He just whacks this thing once, and it's just it's just done. Um, but he's got a lot of strength, so that that kind of makes sense. I thought yes, that was cool. Yes. Uh, and then he puts the headphones on the ground, and uh, yeah, kind of just just sort of walks off. Elton is. I'm guessing Elton will probably catch up to him. Silas can't be that far away. I mean, he basically just left. Uh, so yeah, what do you think of them two? I don't know what they're gonna do now, really. Um, in I... terms of. My my feeling is that we may be in the last couple of episodes, we end up finding Percy and he explains what happened and that makes the rest of them realise the sort of terrible mistake of the others going off on their own and Silas didn't do it. And, um, you know, whether we'll get the reveal of, of it, it, it being Huck, which is what we suspect at the moment. But... Um, I, I rather suspect that we might end up with the group kind of 
back together possibly next week. That may happen, or maybe it will be left until the second season. Uh, mm. I, I think they will come back together at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, what's interesting, it, and Silas and Elton being together, I think, is an interesting pairing as well. Because I think uh, Elton, as we've seen, is is completely not capable of looking after himself. And uh, um, has he killed the walkie yet? I think he's I the only one that hasn't. I don't think he has. No. And Silas, um, you know, Silas is is kind of a bit lost at sea on his own as well. So I think the pair of them together would probably make quite a reasonable team. You know, mm. it's sort of, you know, brains and brawn, really, with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, do you mean that Percy might find those two or the main group? Um, what, did, what did you mean? Uh, well, actually, yeah, I don't know. I, either, I think, is entirely possible. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting, actually, if Percy found Silas and uh, if, if it turns out that Silas didn't kill Tony and something else happened and Percy runs into those two and reveals that would be an interesting one because that the rest of the group could just decide to kind of go move on mm. and if Percy finds those two and Silas then realizes actually I didn't kill Percy so maybe I didn't kill Tony it could be a case of the three of them actually end up meeting and then they go back to find the rest of the group because if Percy then knows that it's if Percy does know what happened and it turns out it was Huck then they have a reason to go and try and catch up with the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they're going to want to warn them that they've got a traitor there. So yeah. that may be an interesting way of doing it. Yeah, that could be good. Um, I'm still kind of bummed that... I don't know how, how you feel about it, but I am kind of bummed that uh, Tony's gone. But that's... As I've said before about, yeah, char- like, as I've yeah. said before about character deaths, that's a good thing. But Not that he's dead, but that I miss him. Because that means that the show made me care about a character that died. Because uh, yeah. as I've always said, if a show or whatever piece of media uh, you're watching or playing, if a character dies and you just go, oh, okay, cool, then that means that you it doesn't matter to you because they, you know, you didn't care about them. But if yeah. a character dies and you go, oh, damn, that character's gone, or you're like really devastated or whatever, um, it's a bad thing that the character's gone, whoever it is. But it's a good thing because it means that the show made you care about someone. So. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, care one way or, or another. I mean, you know, I, either you're incredibly happy that they've died, or you're incredibly sad that. Or, or, you sure, know, yeah, like you're, it's, you're it's a villain or something. Yeah, I mean, there's the Joffrey test, of course, <laughs> of, yeah. of like, you know, I think there was a lot of people jumping up and down and going, "Yes," when Joffrey got killed in Game of Thrones. So, uh, you know, that's the sort of flip side of it. So, hmm. yeah, but you, you're right. You need to care in one way or another about the characters when they die. Otherwise, they're just a bunch of nameless red shirts. And there is quite a lot of that in The Walking Dead. You know, particularly on the main show, there's like random Alexandrians that get knocked off every so often and that sort of stuff. And you're like, you really don't particularly care very much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. I like Tony as a character. I thought he was uh, he was good. It's a shame we won't get to see more of him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and in the end end of the episode, uh, Elizabeth gets a radio call. They are expecting an update, which is late. Uh, they know the journey their person is um, on and is going to get more dangerous. Uh, she is risking everything because there is no easier way. Suddenly, Huck walks into the room. Uh, she was able to get away from the group for 48 hours. Uh, the assets safe, Huck explains. Uh, she is fine and ordered to clean up. Elizabeth gives Huck her father's watch for the next time she might be late, implying and pretty much confirming that Elizabeth is Huck's 
uh, mother, meaning that Huck is Elizabeth's daughter, because that's how that works. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, interesting that they mentioned the... the mo- one of the most interesting things to me here is the 48-hour thing, because this tells me that this is the... You know, I'm going to scout the area for 48 hours. Well, it, it is because if you remember at the end of that, she turns back up and they point, and I think it's Felix that goes, Oh, nice watch. So she's wearing the watch when she comes back. So clearly yeah. that's that, that gap in time. That's mm-hmm. when she went ahead to scout ahead, which is interesting because we thought that was weird at the time and we thought maybe we'd get a little flashback and, and they jumped over it. You know, because she went to scout ahead and then came and then the next time we saw her, she was waiting for the gang and they turn up in the van. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, the, now we know why she went to scout ahead and where she went and what this was. Um, the interesting thing for me about this is the asset. Yeah. Because yeah. who's that? I think is it's it what, one of the uh, it, It's got to be one of the girls, surely. Mm-hmm. It must be. My guess um, is hope. I think. Yeah, I I guess. Could the could the asset be both of them, or does it have to just be one of them? Um, I guess it could be, it could be either. Really, the assets. It? Yeah, because it's. Yeah, it's difficult to say because she says the assets safe, so that could mean the the assets are safe, or it could yeah, mean the one. asset is safe. So it, it's it's kind of vague that. Um, mm-hmm. So it could be both of them. I mean, yeah, we don't know. Uh, have we seen them get injected with stuff previously? I can't remember. I don't think so. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you do wonder whether maybe, you know, this guy was a scientist. Maybe they've been doing, maybe there was some experiment he tried on them or I don't know. Yeah. The, yeah. Other, the other interesting thing here is because uh, she went away for 48 hours so that means that this, wherever Elizabeth is, we don't really know where that is at the moment, um, can't be very far away. No, if, it's got to be... If Huck was... Because did she use any vehicles? I don't think... She, I think she just walked there, didn't no. she? No, yeah. As far as we're aware, she walked there. So unless somebody was waiting to pick her up and drive her somewhere, which means that mm-hmm. they can't be more than a day away because she would have to spend a day getting there and a day getting back. So even if it was just like an hour meeting or something, um, yeah, she, she it can't be more than than an hour away than than sorry a day away somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all signs kind of at the moment point to you know Huck potentially murdered Tony. We don't even know where Percy is, so I don't know about that. But uh, it points to you know maybe she murdered uh tony tried to frame silas and then the asset is either both the sisters or one of them um mm. my my guess is possibly hope but we'll i guess we'll find out more yeah possibly next two episodes um but yeah things are getting very very much more interesting and uh some people have complained a little bit about like oh you know the crm stuff and they've kind of you know drip fed it to us i think it's worked quite well actually because it's sort of like when you get any sort of scene with with elizabeth or with the other woman who's by the uh, the walkers that are being tested on it's sort of like quite short and sort of precious in a way because yeah like, okay what 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 little bit of information are we going to get in this small scene because they are usually quite small scenes but yeah most of most of them if not all of them have been quite useful and quite revealing um, i i think they have to yeah and i i think they have been quite clever with the way that they've used that because yeah um that the, whenever we get a scene with those 
it is quite a large reveal. You know, we've like the fact that they're testing on walkers, the fact that they're the, the uh, Huck is a traitor, the fact that, you know, that we got the scene at the end where they completely destroyed on the, of the first episode where they can completely destroyed the campus colony. So th- they've been quite big things, e- even though we've seen very small bits of them. And you've got to bear in mind that the, the CRM seemed to be something that is across all of the shows. So you can't suddenly dump a whole load of stuff about the CRM out in this show in one go without it having influence over the other two shows as well. Hmm. So you've sort of got to drip feed it out. And um, But I, I think the way that they're doing it, is yes, we're not seeing huge amounts of it, but the bits that we are seeing have been quite um, revealing particularly for this show directly, yeah. which I think is the way to do it. Uh, I, I suspect we may see more of it, you know, when in the second season as well, but mm-hmm. yeah, I certainly think it's been very good. Very interesting. Um, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. Big reveal there. Uh, let's move on to a couple of pieces of feedback. Um, if you, of course, we've got one more week, uh, seemingly next week is going to be the double finale episode. Um, so you got one more chance to write in for this season and of course fear is off until uh next next year um so there's basically two more walking dead episodes of 2020 uh but if you want to write in your thoughts feelings questions comments maybe concerns about uh any of the walking dead shows or really just anything related to entertainment talk uh, matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalkuk there's a contact page and information in your show notes yasmin uh, so do you think Silas did it or not? I definitely don't think he did. Uh, I know we talked about it a bunch because it's been the main point of the episode really. Uh, I don't think that he did it. I think um, Huck either had something very large to do with it or she did it herself. And is trying to, for whatever particular reason, maybe because of whatever the asset is, uh, trying to set Silas up for something. Um, mm. That's just sort of my prediction. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I I don't think he did it. I'm reasonably convinced he didn't. And uh, I, yeah, it's... I, I think you're probably right. I hadn't completely thought about, you know, when they introduced Huck as a traitor, I hadn't actually kind of made the connection back. It was quite late when I watched the episode. And <laughs> I hadn't kind of made the connection back that maybe she was the one setting up Silas as well. But... Um, mm. Yeah, I mean that that does make perfect sense. That I I think I completely agree with you. I think that um, she seems it seems likely that maybe she wanted to. You know, she saw that how protective Silas was of. Um, I'm getting the girls mixed up. Iris. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean I, I, which makes me wonder whether Iris is actually the asset because. Hmm. Um, that yeah, the fact that she sees that um, Silas is so infatuated with Iris, maybe that's the reason why she thinks, okay, I need to get rid of this kid because he's going to be a problem. Um, you know, if I need to kind of take this girl away at some point later on, so it does make me wonder whether maybe Iris is the asset. Yeah, uh, if yeah. unless it is both of them, but um, yeah, so I I. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I think she probably set Silas up. Um, so, 
Yeah, unless unless of course we're both wrong and it's Elton, in which case that will be interesting <laughs> wow. to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think it is, but that would be interesting to see because of the fact that he's now gone off with Silas, and if that if that was the case, Hook will be desperate to get Elton back next episode. But I don't yeah. think it is. I think it's probably the girls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty funny, or, or not really funny actually. It'd be pretty interesting. Uh, Gareth writes and says, uh, so double episode, uh, so double finale episode next week. Any predictions, fellas? Uh, I think that they'll make it to wherever they're supposed to be going because bear in mind that's two episodes and not one. So you've got at least 90 minutes because they're about 45 minutes each, if not a little bit more. So I think that they'll make it to wherever they've got to go because uh, clearly they're not actually very far away from it if Huck can just kind <laughs> of get there. Uh, or you know some sort of place that's near it I think that they'll get there I think we'll have a full reveal of um, what happened to Tony and maybe some, that, that'll be a good like cold open I think just quickly sort of show that scene and then kind of have a situation not throughout the entire episode but through a good chunk of the episode to where the audience knows but the characters don't so we would then know what happened to Tony um, sort out this whole like okay you know what you know who at least is the asset or what is the asset i suppose um and then kind of go from there and then uh some sort of hopefully not too bad cliffhanger um at the mm. end i i rather suspect that i think percy will probably show back up that as well um, yeah i think so i i think we'll probably have that i do quite like the idea of percy actually showing up with silas and not really knowing you know not knowing everything that's gone on you know because if if silas had nothing to do with the death of tony and it was huck that did it herself um and percy saw it and ran Hmm. if he sees the two on two of them on their own he may approach them and you know not be fearful about approaching them he may approach them going oh my god what happened you know and and then explain the story to them and that could turn them around to go after the rest of the group so that that may be one way of doing it Mm. um i do wonder if maybe we do get the reveal you know that's how where they end it is they, they maybe they're getting that maybe they get to the edge of getting to the father I don't think we're going to get necessarily a full reveal of his CRM and his all this stuff. I, I, I don't think we're going to get completely into that. But it may be that we get to them kind of reaching the area. Uh, but we also maybe get a reveal of, of Hook being a traitor as well. Hmm. Um, I, yeah. I'm not sure whether they'll drag that I, into the next season. I kind of have a bit of a feeling that Hook is a traitor, but like under duress of something. Because I just think that that's something that Elizabeth would do. But then, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I can understand maybe Huck changing her mind, having gotten to know the kids, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure necessarily whether she did start it under duress. Uh, and I, I'm not entirely convinced by that. I, I think that she probably did do it because it's a mother and a mother asked her to do it. Mm. But uh, whether she you know, ha- has an affinity for the kids at this point and whether she kind of thinks, well, you know, what they're talking about doing to them, you know, because we don't know what they want them for yet, but maybe she finds out what they're thinking yeah, of doing. Yeah, we know possibly what the asset is, but not what it's for. I suppose. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Uh, I also think that you'll probably get Hope telling Iris about Elton's mum. Yeah. Uh, that, I, that I think so. Sense. And I and I think I think how you, I, I think Iris is going to be okay with that. I mean understanding about that. I mean not mm. okay about it, but you know, it happened so long ago, I think she's gonna understand that. Mm. That just got me thinking a bit actually, because of the whole Huck reveal and Huck knows about what Hope did to uh, Elton's mum by accident, but she still knows mm. what what happened. I wonder if Huck will try and use that some way in the finale, possibly. Because if she is like an out and out sort of traitor or like you know spy or whatever, and she knows one of the group's worst secrets, that might not be very good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so. but I mean the problem is that pretty much everybody that needs to know knows about it now. So I'm not mm. sure whether they Does Elizabeth whether. Know? She... Maybe? Uh, no, but I I don't think it would make. I mean the the fact that that Iris uh, that Hope killed some random kid's mother when she was a little girl, I don't think will make a huge amount of difference to Elizabeth one way or another. Hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think that information's much use to, uh, Huck at this point. Maybe we'll see. Uh, anyway, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, if it is a single episode or a double finale, uh, we'll of course know by the time we come back next week because we'll have watched the one one or two episodes yeah. by that point. Uh, so we'll be back next week for the season finale. Interesting stuff. There's a lot of a lot, a lot of potential of what they could do. Some really interesting things that have been set up. So we'll see how it all plays out. Um, the other thing I wanted to quickly predict: I don't think anybody will die in next week's episode. No, I, I don't think so. Mm. I because yeah. it, it's such a small core, core cast at this point. Mm. I I'm not talking about red shirts either. By the way, if Elizabeth you, turns yeah. around and shoots some guy in the head, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I think out of the core cast members, I think it's unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's always a possibility in the Walking Dead world, but I don't sure. think that's going to happen. Yeah, um, I I don't see them doing that. Mm-hmm anyway we'll be back next week to discuss whatever does happen uh next week's episode so be uh um aware to tune in and whatever to the podcast if uh, you'd like to find the podcast of course which you've pretty much already done uh, but if you'd like to find everything else that we do it is on entertainmenttalk.org tv video games films and manchester united podcast as well uh, if you like what you've heard today and you want to support it and get involved that would be brilliant there's lots of different lots of different options for you patreon there's the one dollar and three dollar level tiers that's for ad free and review options sorry ad free podcast and review options uh, word of mouth you can simply tell people that you know about the content that we make get them to come over here to entertainment talk and they can have a listen for themselves uh, social media you can do the same thing but through facebook twitter or whatever social media thing you use these days or facebook groups uh, so please consider doing that as well speaking of tv and film news if you want your up-to-date reliable tv and film news uh, david's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk geektown radio on Tuesdays, this week's episode is available to be listened to, so go and have a listen to that one, and uh, check out geektown.co.uk. You can search for Geektown on your favourite podcast platform. You can also search for Entertainment Talk on your favourite podcast platform, get yourself subscribed, 
and please be sure to rate and review as well. I uh, haven't actually checked that for a while, so I probably need to go and do that, actually, the ratings thing, because <laughs> uh, iTunes does not tell you. You have to go and uh, figure that out for yourself, but uh, I'll have a look at that anyway. But, um, yeah, that's that. Over on the Twitch side of things, you can find Bex streaming daily over on Twitch. She's got her Scream Saturday sh- uh, streams with Dead Space and uh, other cool games as well. Uh, if you want to find that, you can search for Trista Bytes as Trista. B-Y-T-E-S on Twitch. Uh, go and follow her over there. Some very, very good stuff. If you want to see me play some different video games over on Twitch. Uh, some Walking Dead games. And uh, see what I would do with the Manchester United team. Uh, sometimes good and bad things. Uh, but you can find me on Twitch streaming different games uh, if you want to. Um, uh, over on the Talk UK. Uh, I don't want to talk about how the last game ended. So, uh, but uh, you can find me on Twitch, eTalkUK, for that as well. Uh, and of course, look out for Let's Play Sundays. We'll be back next week. Tune in for the season finale, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.